Hi there, this is Mike Warren, Senior Editor at The Dispatch. You're going to be listening to a sneak preview of Dispatch Live, a segment uh, from earlier where we talked with uh, John Aziz, a British-Palestinian writer, about the situation in the Middle East. You can listen to the whole conversation, but you've got to join the skiff over at thedispatch.com. The instructions are below to find out how to become a full member of The Dispatch. Take a listen and consider joining the skiff to get the whole conversation. Well, well, that's the abyss, right? That we're that we are all sort of staring in, which is um, what you're talking about—a a sort of peace movement among Palestinians. Seems um, I, I, I can't think of something. If you look at the conditions or the polling that you describe in the piece, nothing could seem more remote in terms of likelihood at this point. Maybe from certainly where we stand in the West. Than than that, um, why why should there be hope uh, uh, in in the world for um, for not just a peace movement within among among Palestinians, um, but one that can take hold and actually change hearts and minds? I think if you look at the situation in Gaza today, right, where there's so many people displaced, so many people have died. You know, access to basic amenities like water and electricity are, if not completely gone, then at least severely limited. I would say that Palestinians in Gaza should probably look around and say the status quo really isn't working out for them. I think it's really important to, um, you know, consider that countries that have made peace with Israel, like, you know, e Egypt and Jordan, they mm -hmm. have a much more sort of normal condition in those countries compared to the situation in Gaza, right? So, and then if, if you compare to, you know, other parts of the Middle East, you know, the UAE, uh, Saudi Arabia, for example, it's it, those are actually becoming quite wealthy countries at this point, very wealthy countries. So yes. I, I think I and I think I think in, in, in the long run, the premium that Palestinians are going to going to get from economic development and social development from reaching peace with Israel and living alongside Israel is going to be much greater than it's and, and much more beneficial to Palestinians than what they're experiencing now because this is this is this is horrible. This is horrible. Yes. No, nobody wants to live in the conditions in Gaza, right? But this I, is. I, I, go I, ahead, Adam. Well, just give give John John a chance to um, answer his uh, thoughtful critic on the thoughtful platform now known as X. That you're in fact uh, a shill for Israel. You're <laughs> you're not you're not uh, starry eyed about Israel's treatment of the Palestinians. And in fact, your family had direct experience with the bigoted element in Israel towards Palestinians, if you can tell us about that. Right. I, so, something I talked talk about in my piece, piece of the Atlantic was, um, you know, my, my father was, he, he, when he was uh, younger, he was a student studying physics. He went through a uh, checkpoint in, um, you know, the West Bank, which is where, where his home was. And he, he encountered a Kahanist soldier who Told him, you know, Arabs are too stupid to study physics. So, no, no doubt. I'm. I look. Look. I'm. I'm. I'm a warts and all guy, right? There. Are, there are. There are bad racists on both sides, and there's there's bad policy and unfair policy from the Israeli government towards Palestinians, which to some to, to some extent serves as a mechanism for radicalizing Palestinians, right? Mm -hmm. Hamas, Hamas can 
can, can go to, um, you know, young people in Gaza, young people in the West Bank, and they can say, you are being treated terribly. So you should join us and you should fight for liberation. So, you know, I'm, 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 not, an, I'm not an apologist for Israel. I'm re really, from my perspective, I'm an advocate for a negotiated peace agreement on the terms of both, of both of the peoples living there, both Israelis and Palestinians. They both have important, you know, validity and um, an important perspective to bring to the peace negotiations that need to take place eventually. Once we once we can get to a point where that's possible, how, how do you explain? So, sorry, Mike. Just I wanted to sure. address Jerry's question. Like, so how do you address the fact that those numbers show up so firmly on on the side of Hamas, so surprisingly firmly on the side of Hamas, where there doesn't seem to be a lot of desire to hold them accountable on the Palestinian side for what's happening? I, I during the piece in in the piece, I I, I sort of went into some perspective reasons that you might be able to explain it and what so one aspect could be wartime bravado right like mm -hmm. when there's a war people kind of rally around the troops so to speak another one is it's the anti-anti-hamas version <laughs> right exactly so there, there's also um the kind of tribal honor culture which would obviously say that you know fr from the point of view of the palestinians that we're Palestinians and we're going to support the Palestinians. So there's 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 that aspect. There's also the fact that Hamas can be quite repressive and violent towards their critics. So speaking out against Hamas, even in a anonymous or semi-anonymous semi poll, might be quite heavily discouraged. Um, there's also um, a, a problem with a large amount of anti-Semitism that is kind of endemic in um, Palestinian society. You know, I... I dug up a, a poll from okay, it's it's from nine years ago, but it was the most recent polling. And you know, you have things like eighty-eight percent of Palestinians saying that Jews have too much control over global affairs. Seventy-eight percent saying Jews are responsible for most of the world's wars. So there is a deep current of anti-Semitism as well. Let's so, not forget that uh, that the perpetrators of the attack were celebrating and ex being ecstatic about the prospect of killing Jews. So the, the idea of the Jew as the enemy is, uh, supersedes this nominal identity of a Zionist of, or a state because Zionism doesn't really mean anything outside of the context of the Jewish invader, right? The Jewish colonizer. I, I yeah, I mean, I think, I think je, je, generally, generally speaking, the, the, the term is, you know, al Yahud, right? The Jews. So, so it's, it's, right. I think I think a lot of people in the in the conflict on the Palestinian side do view it as a conflict between Muslims and Jews, right? It's quite it's quite religiously um, orientated right. in that respect. So it is it is. And I know not all Palestinians are Muslim either. You know, people people are going to harangue me over that. There are many Christian Palestinians, but it's a it's a it's a you know a, a, a sizable minority. But ultimately, it, it becomes it. Often, oftentimes, the conflict becomes portrayed as a conflict between Muslims and Jews for control of land and control of the holy sites, the control of Al-Aqsa, the control of the Temple Mount. You know, the um, Muhammad Daif, who's one the uh, leader of the Al-Qasam Brigades, when he he explained um, the October the seventh attack, and his top reason was in order to to establish control 
to maybe, maybe I'm not quoting the exact words, but it was about the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It was about um, establishing dominance and control over the Al-Aqsa Mosque. So very much there is a religious dimension to this as well. I mean, it is called the Al-Aqsa flood, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's that's what that's, you know, Hamas in their own terms. Right. If you want to. Al-Aqsa want to, is the name of the uh, uh, of the. Muslim temple um, uh, mosque on top of the uh, or in the vicinity of the the side and and it's the name of also the the Islamic name for Jerusalem right right Uh, uh, um, Al-Quds Al-Quds sorry Al-Quds being being the name name for Jerusalem Uh, this is this is an embarrassment from the poor Arabic that I I know (laughs) don't worry Habibi it's all good